Hello, this is Roy Lilly. You know, have a bust up with the other half, a row with the neighbours, an argument, at work maybe, a war. No matter what the dispute, it has to end in talks. Ipso facto, the sooner you talk and the longer you talk, the shorter the distance to an agreement. Negotiating is a skill, a management competency, and something we do every day without realising it, with the kids, for example, over bedtime. <laughs> I remember the junior doctor's strike. It later transpired the BMA had sent their negotiators to a business school for training, scenario planning and rehearsal, and they were <laughs> very good. I'd be surprised if this wasn't some of what they learned. Number one, timetable. If you can... Own it. During the EU negotiations, her, His Majesty's government, or Her Majesty's government as it was then, triggered Article 50 weeks before they had an exit plan. The EU knew, sat back and watched the clock tick down. You can't negotiate in a hurry. The closer they, the other side, get to your wire, the more you'll have to give them. So don't have a deadline. Don't make it personal. Focus on the issues, not the person on the other side of the table. Already the NHS dispute is descending into name-calling. It's a good headline, and it makes it look to the supporters like you're tough. But it creates an unnecessary barrier that has to be overcome on the way to a conclusion. Politeness pays, courtesy is disarming, and both are free. Clarity. The purpose and the outcome. What are they? Are they deliverable? How? The present NHS dispute started as a claim for a 19% pay rise. Now that seems off the table. What's on the table? Working conditions. What does that mean? Spell it out into a list of deliverables. Next, both sides have to win. This is really important. Dismantle the pay review system for the NHS and His Majesty's government will have to do it across the public sector and I'm telling you, ministers can't do it. There'll be chaos. Union leaders, of course, must take something back for their members or it's the end of their careers. The stakes are high. Mutual needs is the beginning to framing negotiations. Don't think of a deal in your terms. Think of the deal in their terms. Do your homework. Make sure you are the best informed at the table. Walk in their shoes. Think their thoughts. See it their way. Next, who makes the decisions? Well, are they actually on the other side of the table? This is the problem the RMT, the train drivers, are having right now. Their employers don't call the shots. Try and solve the other side's problem. The NHS and other public sector disputes are fundamentally about the lag time created from the recommendations of the pay review bodies to the present. In between, there's been accelerating inflation created by unexpected world events. Negotiating for the pay review body to be asked to revisit their decision should be on the table. Next, what happens after the negotiations? Well, can a solution leave relationships intact? Remember, a lot of nurses haven't voted to strike. How will that be managed within the union membership? 
Can the relationship between unions and the government be enhanced by going back to the regular meeting, the meetings that Lansley's bonkersness put paid to? Next, never say never. Nothing is ever off the table. It may be difficult, it may be huge, but if it's not on the table at the start, for sure it will be at the end. Put everything in dispute on the table. Work through the easy bits first. Build the relationship. And the big problems can be addressed from the basis of trust. Never walk out of talks. When you walk away, you have to find a way to walk back. There's a phrase from the top negotiator's playbook. My options have run out. I can't agree to this or that, but I'm not going to leave the table without a deal because I know it's important to both of us. So let's unpack this and start again. You see, negotiating is a skill. It's not a bulldozer or a battering ram. It's a builder's trowel and a locksmith's pick. And three don'ts. Don't mistake behaviour for aspiration. Building relationships, not barricades. Don't rely on motivation. Depend on facts. And don't try and do the big problems first. It's too intimidating. All disputes come to an end. How quickly and where they land depends on skill, creating a winning environment for both sides, clarity of thinking, and leaving the rhetoric and showboating at the front door. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.